Good morning. We're on uh, 12a, Yud Bet Ahmed Aleph. We had been discussing um, Rebbe Zreka inferred from Rebbe Shimon ben Lakish or Reish Lakish. He had inferred that the one blessing before Shema that the Kohanim would say in the Beis HaMikdash was the first blessing before Shema, which is Yotzer Or, the one who forms light, and not Ahavarabah, not uh, with a great love, which is the second blessing of, before the Shema. Um, but we said that it wasn't, he didn't hear it directly from Rabbi Zreka, but he inferred it from Rabbi Zreka. So now we're going to continue analyzing that. So we're one, two, three, four lines down from the top of Yudbet Omid Aleph, from the top of 12a, V'i Michlala Mai. And if Rabbi Zreka did come to this ruling by inferring it from Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, um, <clears throat> so what? Is that such a big deal? What's the problem of learning something through inference instead of hearing it directly? So he answered, the because if it was only derived through inference, we could possibly say that Reish Lakish meant something totally different. Perhaps Reish Lakish meant that they actually would say Ahava The blessing that they would say was, with great love, the second one before the Shema. And then when the proper time for saying the blessing of one of God who forms light, which is later, um, that's when they would say that. So as they were reciting all of those prayers, they wouldn't say the first blessing, but they would recite it later. Um, but if this is the case, that this is how Reish Lakish understood, then where did he see... Um, where did he see to say that the blessings do not keep each other back? Because in reality, they would be saying both blessings. So then you couldn't have inferred that. Then, then Rish Lakish could not have said what he said that we see from here that the blessings don't keep each other back. So we would say, say their brachas. We could say that what Rish Lakish was referring to is the order of the blessings. Say their brachas, the order of the blessings. And Rish Lakish could have just been saying that we see from here that the order of the blessing doesn't keep you back meaning you could say one blessing out of order and then say the other one that usually comes first. And that we would see, and therefore we would not be able to conclude which blessing it was that the Kohanim said just by seeing Rish Lakish's comments. Okay, we'll stop here, there, we'll stop with that, and we will now begin a new topic. We are going to be analyzing, again, 12a, we're at the colon. We're going to be analyzing the next part of the Mishnah. The next part of the Mishnah said that um, <clears throat> the the Mishnah that we had talked about with the Kohanim, what they recite in the morning, what blessings they recite in the morning, and we said, we said they say, they wrote the Ten Commandments, Shema, Vahaya Im Shema, Vayomer, all three parts of Shema, the three paragraphs of Shema, Vahaya, and Vayomer. Emes Vyatsev, they, they then say the the prayer of Emes Vyatsev, which we say right after Shema, Vahavoda, then the blessing of the the prayer about the um, service in the temple, Uberchas Kohanim, and the priestly blessing. <coughs> We're now going to talk about the Ten Commandments that they would say. Amar Rabbi Huda, Amar Shmuel, Rabbi Huda said in the name of Shmuel, Af Bigvulin Bikshu Likros Kain, even outside of the Beis HaMikdash, Bigvulin, or in the uh, outside. So even outside of the Beis HaMikdash, we, they wanted to institute saying the Ten Commandments before Shema, or right next to Shema. Elishikfar Bitlum, but that was abolished, that that um, enactment was abolished, because of the heretics that would, could be found amongst everyone. 
the worry was is that if they only said the ten, if they said the ten, ten commandments, then the heretics would be able to convince the believers that the only part of the Torah that was given by God at Mount Sinai was the Ten Commandments, and that's why we're saying them specially in the morning. We didn't want people to come to that wrong conclusion, so we stopped saying the Ten Commandments as part of the prayer service. Tanin Amihachi, we also learned about this in a brisa. Rabbi Nassan Omer, Rabbi Nassan said, and Outside of the base of Mikdash, they wanted to say the Ten Commandments during the prayer service, El Shekvar Bitlum, but it was... It was abolished. They did not. Uh, they stopped allowing it. made Tarumas Aminun because of the mixtures, because of the heretics that would be found there. Rabbi Barachana Savar Bisura. Rabbi Khana wanted to institute it. The Ten Commandments being read in Surah. It was already abolished. made Tarumas Aminun because of the heretics found amongst the people. <clears throat> Um, Amemer wanted to institute the reading of the Ten Commandments in Naharda. Amr Ashi, Rav Ashi said to him, that was already abolished because, again, of the heretics. And that is the end of that discussion. We do not, therefore, have the Ten Commandments as part of our daily davening, as part of our daily prayer service. Now we are going to talk more about that Mishnah which described the Kohen, what the Kohanim would say. We're at the next colon. And on Shabbos, they would add a extra blessing for the watch that was going out, that was leaving. I explained that yesterday, or two days ago, that the Kohanim were split into um, 24 watches, and each watch would spend one week working in the base, two weeks a year working in the base of Mikdash. So an extra blessing, and they would switch, the watches would switch on Shabbos. So this is a special blessing that they would say for the outgoing watch. My brachachas, what was this blessing that they would say? Omer Rebichelbo, Rebichelbo said, Mishmar Hayotze, Omer Le Mishmar HaNichnas, the watch that was going out would tell, would say to the watch that was going in, He who dwells, his name, whose name dwells in this uh, place, who yashkin benechem, may he cause to dwell amongst you, ahava v'achva v'shalom v'reos, love and brotherhood and peace and friendship. Um, okay, now we're going to talk more <coughs> about the, um, now we're going to talk, but we're going back to the Mishnah that we read, our own Mishnah here in Brachos, the last Mishnah, and um, where we talked about the blessings, and we said that where you're not supposed, where they said to make it a long blessing, make it long, and when they said to make it a short blessing, make it short. What that basically means is, are you ending it off with Baruch Hashem, blessed are you God as well, as beginning it with that. Okay, so for instance, like when we say just, um, when we say a blessing before we eat, if we're eating an apple, we say Baruch Hashem, blessed are you God, um, Bore Priha Eitz, who created the fruit of the tree. We don't finish it off with another blessing. It just starts with a blessing. So that's a short blessing. And then a long blessing is one that also finishes off with Baruch Hashem, just like it starts with it. Okay. So let us discuss this. Makum Shomer Laharich, where they said to make it long, do not make it short. We're now going to talk about um, blessings in general. Um, and if you make mistakes, how does it work? So let's let's start. Pshita. It's obvious. 
If one was holding a cup of wine in his hand, and he thinks it's beer, so he begins the blessing, blessed are you, God, thinking that he's going to finish off the blessing for beer. So he's going to say a shahakol, shahakol bidvaro, that everything was made with by God's word. Um, that's what the, his intention is, because he thinks it's beer even though it's wine. But then, but then he realizes it's wine, so finishes off, with Borei Pri HaGafen, um, who created the fruit of the vine. So Yatso, so we say that he has for sure fulfilled his obligation, even though his intention at first was to make a blessing on beer, because he finished off correctly, it is good. But there's more to that. It's not just because he finished off correctly. Di'inami im Omar Shahakol Niyabedvaro, because even if he had finished it off with a blessing for beer, which is Shahakol, um, Yatza, he still would have fulfilled his obligation for the wine, he would not have made a new blessing. Why? To Hatanan, because we learned in a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah we'll get to later on in Brachos, actually. To Hatanan, because we learned in a Mishnah, For all foods, if you said the blessing before it as Shehakol, which is absolutely not the blessing for all of them, but if you did end up saying for any food you said a Shehakol before it, um, Yatsa, you have you have fulfilled your obligation and you do not need to recite a new blessing. So if for any food you could say, if you said the Shahako blessing and it works, you don't have to repeat it, then obviously you don't have to repeat it here. Um, where you actually finished off correctly, you just had in mind at first to say Shahako. Um, Ella, but what about in the opposite case? That's where the question comes up. You're holding a cup of beer day in his hand and he thinks it is wine. So then you started with the intention of saying a blessing for wine. But then you realize that it's beer and you end up with the correct blessing. You end up with the right words. You say, So you had in mind at first to say, which is a blessing on wine, but you finish it off correctly because you remembered you had beer. What then is the halacha? Do we follow the main part of the blessing, which is the blessed are you, God, which was said with the wrong intention? Or do we go according to the way you finished off? You finished off correctly, and therefore you will not need to make a new bracha. That's the question we are dealing with right now. Tashma, so we have a proof from a b'raisa. Um, Shachris, so you're, it's in the morning. Pasach or, and you began your first blessing before Shema. <laughs> With the intention to say, but blessed are you, God, who fashions or who forms light. But then you finish it off wrong. You had in mind to start with Yotzer Or, but you ended up saying Ma'arivaravim, who brings on the evening, which is the um, blessing, the first blessing said before Shema in the evening. So we say, Lo Yatza, you did not fulfill your obligation of the blessing before Shema, because even though at first you had in mind the right blessing, because you finished off incorrectly, you said the wrong blessing, and it does not work. Pasach Now what happens if you have in mind at first to say the evening version? Visayim Biyotzer but then you do finish off with the correct way by saying, God who forms light. Yatza, then you have fulfilled your obligation. And now, Arvis, what happens if it's the evening? Pasach Maharivaravim, if you started with the intention to say the right blessing, Maharivaravim, who brings on the evening, the Sambayotsa, or 
but then you concluded wrongly. You concluded with the words, who forms light, lo yatsa, you did not fulfill your obligation because you said the wrong blessing. Pasach b'yotzor, but if you had in mind at first to say the morning one, the sign b'mari varavim, but then you did finish it off with the evening one, with the words of the evening yatsa, then you have fulfilled your obligation. Klo shaldavar, the general rule is that you always follow how you finished off the blessing. If you finished off correctly, you're good. And if you did not finish it off correctly, you're bad. You're, you're, you'll have to repeat it. And we see that we have a very good proof then for this case that as long as you finished off correctly, it's not a problem that it's, it's not a problem that you uh, had in mind the wrong intention in the beginning. But now we say, no, that's not a good proof. Shiny hasam. No. So we're at the first word on the wide lines. Shiny hasam. No, it's different there. That case in that b'risa is different. Because there's a concluding part to that blessing. The first blessing of Shema starts with a Baruch Hashem, blessed are you God, and ends with a Baruch Hashem, blessed are you God. And because you're going to anyways be repeating the blessed are you God at the end, it's not as important what you did in the beginning. So therefore, in the beginning, even though you had a wrong intention at the first part of the blessing, because you finished it off correctly back then, and then you finished off, then you said the entire next blessing, the entire finish off conclusion of the blessing, which is also blessed are you God, because you said that correctly, then you are going to be good. But that's not applicable to our case. It's not relevant to our case where there is no second blessing. Um, within the one long prayer, um, the case of the wine and the beer, and therefore we do not have a proof. And it's possible then that if you if you had the wrong intention at the beginning, even if you finished it off correctly, it still will not help you to have fulfilled your blessing obligation. You'll have to repeat the blessing. Um, okay, so now we're going to talk more about this brisa. So. What we're saying right now is that possibly this b'risa that says that it all goes after the end is only true because you anyways will be repeating the blessing within that one prayer. So now we say, this, fits, this goes well according to Rav who says, that any blessing that does not have a mention of the name of God is not considered a blessing. Then this makes a lot of sense. Because then... The concluding blessing of the first blessing of Shema um, has the name of God, so it will work as a blessing on its own. And therefore, it's not such a big deal what happened earlier in that prayer when you had the wrong intention at the beginning. But El Rabbi Yochanan, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, the Amar who says, any blessing that does not include mention of God's kingship is not a blessing. Then what could we possibly say? Because what's going to happen is, because when you take a look at the end of the first blessing prayer before Shema, it does say, blessed are you God, but it does not mention God's kingship. So therefore it cannot be considered like a real blessing. So therefore it should be not help us at all that you said that when it comes to determining if the prior, if the first part of that blessing, if the first part of that prayer, which is a blessing as well, blessed are you God, if that first part was said with the wrong intentions. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, that cannot be the explanation of that b'risa. Ella, rather, it must be that there's a different explanation of that b'risa that still will not allow it to be a proof for the beer and wine case. 
Elo kivantama Rabba Bar Ula, rather, since Rabba Bar Ula said, that the reason we say in the evening blessing we mention the day, and the reason that we mention the day in the evening, uh, the reason that we mention evening and the day blessing and the morning blessing, is in order is in order that we mention the characteristic of day at night and the characteristic of night during the day. So because we are trying to, we try, because we accomplish that, when you say the blessing with the royal kingship of God in the first place, blessed are you, God, and then we mention his kingship as well at the very beginning, we're saying it both in reference to the day and the night. Meaning, even if your the intention of yours at the beginning was to say, for instance, was let's say you're in the morning, and your intention at first was to say the ending was to say the blessing for night. Um, still, it's not a problem because automatically, because the blessing was set up in a way that we mentioned both day and night, and both the morning and at night, we will automatically say that your intention included both day and night, and therefore it's not such a big deal that you, in your mind, was both day and night, and therefore it's not a big deal that you had in mind the blessing for the night specifically, because we say ultimately your mind was on both of them because both of those are mentioned in each of the blessings, which again is a good explanation for that brisa, but it will mean it's that we cannot bring any proof from there to our question about the wine and the beer. Okay, so now we have to try to bring a different proof to discuss the wine and the beer. Tashma misefa. So we're going to talk, we're going to bring a proof from the latter part of the brisa that we quoted, where we said as follows. We said the general rule is, Everything goes after the ending. Whenever we have the words, it's a general rule. It's coming to include something. It's coming to teach you something that you otherwise may not have known. So what exactly is it coming to include when we talk about the general rule? Would it not come to include the case of the beer and the wine that we mentioned? And as long as it's coming to teach you, as long as you got the end correct, you're good to go. So we say, low. no, it's coming to teach you about a different case. It's coming to teach you a case of bread and dates. What's the case? Hey, Chidami, what would the case be? If you're going to tell me that the case is, is that you were eating bread, you actually have bread in your hand, but you thought that it was dates that you ate. So when you were going to say the blessing after the meal, you started with the intent to say the after blessing for dates. But you ended up but then you realize what you were doing, what you ate, and then you finished off, and then you actually concluded the blessing for bread. Um, if, if you're going to say that that's the case, that the Bryce is coming to teach us that it's all about the conclusion, that's exactly the same question, that's exactly the same place as the wine and the beer. So obviously, um, this would be a good proof. So we say, low, no. Sricha, the case that is necessary for us to teach about in the the general rule teaching is as follows. It's where you ate dates, but you thought you had eaten bread. So when you were doing your, your after blessing, you started with the intention to say the after blessing for bread. But then you realized there was dates that you ate, so you finished off with the blessing for dates. In this case, you fulfill your obligation. Why? 
if you got the if you didn't have the right intention at first, why is this helpful? So the reason is is because when it comes to dates, if you would have finished off the blessing for bread, you still would have fulfilled your obligation. My time, and what's the reason? The Tamri Nami Zaini. It's because dates also provide sustenance. The blessing that you say after bread is all about providing sustenance. That would work for dates because dates also provide sustenance. So therefore, even if you would have said the blessing for bread completely, not just had in mind in the beginning, but actually finished off for bread, it still would have worked. So of course, if you changed it to the blessing over dates, it's for absolutely going to work. Okay, so um, that is the end of that discussion. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, some of the blessings that we say before and after Shema. Amar Rabba Barchinna Sava Mishmeda Rab. Rab Barchinna, the um, older son of um, the older son or the older sons, the older said in the name of Rab. Kol Shalod Amar Emes Viyatsiv Shachris. Anybody that did not say the blessing, the first blessing after Shema, which is Emes Viyatsiv, uh, in the morning. The Ms Vamuna Arvis and doesn't say the first blessing after the Shema in the evening, which is Ms Vamuna. Ms Vyatsiv means truth and and straight, um, which is about God's kindness. And Ms Vamuna, um, truth and faith, that's about God being faithful. So Lo uh, so you did not fulfill your obligation of saying Shema together with the blessings. Shinamar as which is the way you're supposed to say Shema. Shinamar as the verse says, Lahagi Baboker Chastacha, to tell of your kindness in the morning, which is MSV Yatsiv, Lelos, and your faith in the evening, which is the blessing of MSV Emuna. Okay. Now that we taught one teaching of Rabbi Barchinana, we're going to teach some more. From Rabbi Chinana, Mishmeda Rab, Rabchinana, Sava, the elder said in the name of Rav. Hamispalo, somebody is praying. Kishahu Korea, when you bend down, right? You you reach the blessing where you're supposed to bow. So when you when 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 do you do the different movements? So we say Kishahu Korea, you reach a blessing where you're supposed to bow. So Korea Bibaruch, you bow down at the word blessing. Uchshahu's at the word blessed, Baruch, blessed are you God. Uchshahu Zokaif, and when you when do you get back up? Zokaif Hashem, you get back up. When you say the name of God, so you're bent for Baruch Atan, and you get straightened up again for the word Hashem. Omar Shmuel Shmuel says, "My time of the Rav, what is the reason for this?" because the verse says, "Hashem It is God who uprights those that are bent. So it's appropriate, but before saying the name of God, you are upright. May but we ask on this. Um, he was humbled before my name. God speaking, he was humble before God's name. This makes it sound like you should be humbled when saying God's name, which means you should be bent at that point and not get up until after you say God's name. So you say, Mixiv Bishmi. No, it doesn't say he was humbled Bishmi at my name. It says, Mipneshmi. It says, Before my name, Ksiv. So he was humbled before my name. So you should be bent before saying God's name. But then when you get up, it should be prior to saying God's name. Amrle Shmuel Barav. Shmuel said to Barav. Bar Urion. You student of Torah, Tavimalach Milsam come, and I'm going to tell you a beautiful teaching that your father Rav said. this is what your father said. Kishihu Korea, when you bow, Baruch, you bow at the word bless, Kishihu's okay, and when you get back up, you straighten up at the name of God. We will stop here for today. This was a pretty full uh, pretty full page. 
we um, started to talk about which blessing it is that the Kohanim would say in the Beis HaMikdash, which are the two sh blessings before Shema. We talked about why we do not say the Ten Commandments during our prayer service. We then talked about be confusing when we talked about saying a blessing and having in the wrong intention in the beginning but finishing off right. And we talked about that for quite a while. We learned some interesting things along the way that different blessings actually work um, for different foods and you do not have to repeat blessings. Um, and then we talked about how important it is to say the blessings are right after Shema. And then we talked about how to bow during davening. Have a wonderful day.